There are three superfoods no one should ever eat. Dr. Stephen Gundry, who is one of America's leading heart surgeons, reveals the foods that may be toxic to your body and might be draining your energy. Many of these foods are being marketed as superfoods for your health. These foods might be draining your energy, making you fatigued, causing you to gain weight, and lowering your metabolism. Luckily, Dr. Gundry has come out with a new solution to help with fatigue. Go to GetEnergy53.com to find out. That's getenergy 53 have you been interested in trying the new cutting-edge technology of exogenous ketones but didn't know where to get started? Let me introduce you to Perfect Keto. Visit perfectketo.com jimmy and use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout to get 15% off your order. Perfect Keto was created by a functional medicine clinician who developed this unique formula for maximum efficacy. It's great tasting and the most affordable exogenous ketone supplement you can find that raises blood ketone levels up to 1.5 millimolar to help increase mental focus, boost your energy, and commence fat burning. It does not contain any soy, dairy, gluten, artificial sweeteners, binding agents, or anything that doesn't directly improve your health. The synergistic power of a low-carb, moderate-protein, high-fat ketogenic diet with Perfect Keto Exogenous Ketones will have your body running optimally. Perfect Keto is available in delicious chocolate sea salt and peaches and cream flavors. Each serving comes with 11.38 grams of high-quality beta-hydroxybutyrate for maximum ketone boosting while adding in magnesium, potassium, cocoa, stevia, and vitamin C for extra micronutrition. Again, try Perfect Keto for yourself at perfectketo.com jimmy and be be sure to use the coupon code LLVLC at checkout to get 15% off your order. Perfect Keto. Coming up in episode 1288, Karen Thompson and Emily McGuire. Connecting and educating and making the world a more informed and healthier place. You're listening to the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. You've helped change so many lives and give us all the courage to take on the rest of the world. This is the longest running health podcast on the air today. You've done so much to spread the word about how diet matters. Over 1,000 episodes strong and counting. The amount of lives that you've changed at this point is incalculable. And now, here's our host and international best-selling author you're like the ll cool j of podcasting jimmy moore <sighs> some days i wish i had an eidetic memory i could just remember all these things but i just have to rely on ketones in the meantime so <laughs> well there you what go you, um oh you do have any books coming on jimmy I actually have uh, three under contract for sure, no four, four under contract in the next year and a possible fifth one yeah What's new? With what? So What's the next about? one is Dr. Adam Nally and I are collaborating. Oh, awesome! A sequel to Keto Clarity called The Keto Cure that'll get a, a little more complex than we did in Keto Clarity, which was uh, on purpose very simple. Yeah. Um, no, but this one will be a little more complex. And then um, Meg Dahl, who I think, Em, you might have met her the year that she came and spoke on the cruise. Um, her and Sean Miner spoke uh Two, three, four years ago. Anyway, I can't remember. They all run together. Um, and, and so she and I are writing a book on kind of self love and, and that missing aspect Aww. of keto called Keto Freedom. 
Mm-hmm. And, Beautiful. And then next year, I asked my publisher if I could do a uh, rant book where I can just rant on a topic. And so it's going to be called Weight Loss, White Lies, all about how the weight loss industry preys on people uh, to make them lose weight when they actually need to get healthy. And so Great that's job. coming sometime next year. And then uh, Dr. Rosedale, uh, he and I have been trying to do a book for a little while, and it's finally coming together Hopefully sometime uh, next year we'll come out with that one. Um, And then Christine is finishing up her nutritional therapy practitioner uh, degree in November. We're going to try to get her off the ground uh, seeing clients starting in January. So I can mm-hmm. stop flooding Emily McGuire's box every other day. Mm-hmm. With clients. Uh, and so I pitched that we write a book together and, and my publisher just loved that. So, and Christine's thrilled because she's like, I'm going to be an author. I'm Aww. like, I'm like, cool. We made a dream come true. So, so anyway, oh, busy, 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 busy. And five <laughs> podcasts a week and, and no sleep. No, just kidding. I'm actually sleeping well. So, <laughs> Oh, good. Good. All right, guys, I guess we could jibber jabber all day as friends, but uh, let's oh, get to can. the business at hand. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, we're back here on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. And today I'm very pleased to welcome back on the podcast again two wonderful ladies that are friends in my life. They are Karen Thompson and Emily McGuire. And you might remember I actually re aired you guys. I don't know if you heard this, that I re aired the Low Carb USA conference uh, talks from last year. Uh, over the past few months, and both of you each had an individual talk that we aired here on this podcast. So, welcome back. You didn't even know you were here a couple months ago. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we're so happy to be back. I know. I know. It feels like we've never been away. There you go. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> Karen is the driving force behind the, sugar, the sugar-free revolution movement and blog, also of the UK and South African bestseller called Sugar Free, Eight Weeks to Freedom from Sugar and Carb Addiction. She also is the founder of Help, Healthy Eating and Lifestyle Program and creator of the first ever LCHF Health Summit, which took place in Cape Town, South Africa in February February of 2015. And so she's been out there for a little while doing the whole sugar addiction thing. And we also have Emily McGuire, who's been on here uh, many times as well. She's a degrees uh, qualified nutritionist, has spent the past eight years specializing specifically on the use of a low-carbohydrate ketogenic diet. She has a BSc in nutrition as well as an MSc in obesity, science, and management. And during her master's studies, she focused research on the effects of a low-carbohydrate diet and the management of type 2 diabetes. And uh, welcome, uh, ladies. And it's always – it's so funny trying to be formal with you guys because I know you both personally (laughs) as friends. But all the the ceremonies out of the way. What's up, you guys? Yeah, so I know. Good to be back. <laughs> Always just feels like we're having a conversation between the three of us, and then I forget there's a much wider audience. That well, what's funny is this. we were on the air, or, or before we got on the air, we were just jibber jabbering for about 15 minutes. I'm like, guys, I guess we need to start recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be super strict with us. Yeah, <laughs> get us back in line. 
Well, since you've been on uh, several times before, I don't think we need to go through both of your stories all over again. But tell us why we're back here today, Karin, because you actually uh, reached out to me and you're like, hey, I need help kind of getting this. Uh, literally, I need help uh, getting the message out about this new uh, thing that we're working on here. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So, Jimmy, you're absolutely always the first port of call. You are just incredible. You've got the most amazing reach. And I know that you believe in what we do. You know, it's what we've done is Emily and I have created a sugar-free video series. It's called the the 28-Day Sugar-Free Life video series. And it really looks at not only nutrition and what you need to eat, but also the underlying emotional and psychological issues related to why you can't lose weight, why you can't commit to yourself and your health. And, um, and we empower and inspire you to create that change. So, Emily, why do you think this is a an issue still? It seems like there's been resources like what you guys have put together for many years out there. Why do people still struggle with this? Is just is this just new people coming into the fold or is this the old timers that just still don't get it? I think it's maybe a little bit of a mix. I think, although we feel like we've been in it for years as well, yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's, you know, is the the spotlight's more turned on sugar. So particularly in the UK, we had a lot of emphasis now coming on sugar tax, and I think really sugar is now having its day. So I think um, I think it's a lot of the effort that you know a lot of people have put in over particularly the past two years. You know, particularly since even the South Africa conference that Karen ran, um, there's been an explosion of so many new people coming through and spreading the message and getting out there which is amazing because then it means that so many you know new people are picking up on this and because that message of you know actually is a lot more to do with the sugar rather than the fat so particularly when it comes to issues with weight loss in particular or health health implications as well much more people are now really seeing that it is actually sugar that is the problem with it so we've definitely seen this whilst i think though as well there's still you know giving up sugar is not an easy thing to do as all three of us know and definitely all three of us have gone through our own personal journeys with this as well yeah. and and this is what I say to people as well that you know this isn't just a linear approach with this this isn't just a case of okay come you know do this course and that might be you forevermore you know you are going to get points where you're going to hit a little bit of stumbling block there's going to be roadblocks along the way so it's sometimes about just some people coming back to that as well and being able just to refresh things and just reset themselves you know life happens and unfortunately although sugar is definitely having its day we still live in an environment that is littered with products you know it's so easy to get access to so much food you know portion sizes everything along those lines we still live in that environment so I think very long, long answer to that, that question, but I think it is definitely a mixture of both. But I think so many people are now doing such great work on, on this topic. Well, and it certainly doesn't help that we have things out in our culture like this new What the Health documentary that's on Netflix. Uh, have you seen that, Karin? I tried to watch it on the airplane last night, but it wasn't available. I, I do want to watch it. I read Rob, Rob Wolf's um, uh, takedown of it, which was great. Yeah. And uh, I think it would just aggravate me greatly, but I will watch it. I know you also wrote something which I'm wanting to read. I actually did a whole podcast on Keto Talk about it uh, as of the recording this uh, just recently. But uh, yeah, it, one of the points they made in there, Emily, uh, to the point of the sugar 
being the culprit in so many of the, the issues that people deal with in their health is they said sugar is totally innocuous, especially in type 2 diabetes. It's the dietary fat from the animals that we're eating that's the culprit. How, how do they get away with this and, and keep a straight face? Oh, I, you know, I've had a few people asking me as well, have you watched it? And I, I actually just couldn't bring myself to watch it because I knew I just, and I saw a few people posting about that on social media. They've, I think you even said you had to take it in stages to yes. watch it because it's so infuriating. And um, the whole thing around the dietary fat, and actually someone, um, I was at a breakfast a few weeks ago and someone even said to me, you know, why is it you conventionally train nutrition dietitians say it's all about the fat? You know, what what is that? And it is a, you know, I was like, actually, when I look back to, to our training with it, we are told that because diabetics, so they have, they, they can develop what's known as macrovascular complications, which is a really long word that essentially means they can develop heart disease a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So therefore, because we're then taught that it's the fat in the diet that causes the heart disease, you know, that then must mean that diabetics or they really must lower their have to lower their fat intake because that obviously is what is causing it. But when you actually look at the complications of diabetes, both those complications of heart disease and then the other complications like kidney problems, you know, blindness and um, problems with their limbs, that is all caused because of high blood sugar level. That is that is nothing to do. And the same with heart disease as well. It is nothing to do with the fat and the diet. So but it is it's just all the misinterpretation it's the miss um you know what we've been taught and then obviously as well with documentaries like that you know we have to look at where the funding is coming from yeah. and i think we can safely say that it's very much a vegan propaganda that might be coming from there although so, ironically in the film they say well all these saturated fat studies that show it in a positive light to redeem it they're all funded by the dairy and egg industry well yeah mm-hmm. because the nih isn't paying for it nobody's paying for those studies to be done and yet they're important studies to be done yeah no they, they definitely are and and this is a thing i think sometimes we get in a, a bit of a, a tit for tat with this so you know like you said some people say well, it's the dairy people that fund it at the end of the day funding does have to come from certain places and as yep. someone who is still very much um, getting into my the PhD side I can assure you it's not as easy as just saying here you go here's some money and off you go and do right. the, the study it is a long and tedious process and the money just doesn't often just come from from anywhere so you know but it is about working you know it's not just to then say oh just because it came from the dairy or just because it came from this place that all the data needs to be corrupt in that sense so it's about interpretation interpretation and it's about understanding the science properly mm-hmm. um i mean something as a documentary on netflix i mean that's not you know a scientific paper that's come out and unfortunately though in our in our culture where people they just buy into stuff they don't do the research like you and i do on a regular basis kind of looking at this stuff they're just like well they say it it must be true and it's a professional documentary so they couldn't lie there would they I know, and that's the frustrating thing. That's definitely frustrating. That's why we definitely need more, you know, rebuttals. And that's so the one I've, I read Rob's as well, which is amazing. And I've not had a chance to listen to yours as of yet. But I think the more that we can do that, the more, you know, it's like the same when the, the coconut article came out a few weeks ago as well. Yes. You know, that. So it's all these things. And you can understand why the public are confused. You can get it because it is confusing. You know, one week this comes out, the next week it's that. So, yeah, 
all very confusing sometimes. Which is why we need people like you guys who've developed this online program to help bring a little bit of clarity. I'm going to use my word there uh, to these things. TheSugarFreeRevolution.com slash challenge if you're interested in learning more about what Karen and Emily have put together. LoveMyTummy.com LoveMyTummy.com Why am I saying this? Living low carb is a choice you are making because you care about your health and you love your tummy. But sometimes even the best choices in the food we eat will still lead to times when you find yourself feeling bloated or having that heavy feeling after a meal and you just don't know what to do. Diet changes, probiotics, and even medications are helping some, but you can't find real relief. Well, let me introduce you to developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist to naturally address issues such as bloating, SIBO, IBS, leaky gut, and improve and protect cellular digestive health. Atrontil is all-natural, over-the-counter, works within the bowel, is very well-tolerated, and has no known drug interactions. Published clinical trials have shown that better than four out of five people that suffer from digestive symptoms will find relief with Backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. So love yourself, love your health, and visit lovemytummy.com. Be sure to use the coupon code JIMMY for 15% off of your order. Even the name is proven to make you feel better. Atrontil. Do you want to test for breath ketones and need a breath ketone analyzer to do that? Then let me introduce you to the first reusable breath ketone analyzer. It's called Ketonix, K-E-T-O-N-I-X. Ketonix.com is their website, and you've heard me talking about them here for years, and now they have a brand new technology that I think you're going to like. It's the Ketonix Bluetooth with battery. This is the latest version of Ketonix that's come out here in 2016. It connects with the latest iOS and Android software, and it's available for mobile devices like smartphones and tablet. It is a reusable instrument that can be used thousands of times, and you can record your breath ketones locally on your mobile device, smartphone, tablet, or online account at ketonics.com. You can anonymously contribute your data to studies of ketogenic diets. So again, it's the brand new Ketonics Bluetooth. Head on over to ketonics.com and get the latest and greatest version of Ketonics. Karin, tell us a little more uh, about some of the meal plans and shopping plans and recipes because I think when you get down to it, people want hand-holding. They want to be told, what do I do? And so you guys do that, right? Absolutely. I think that's the core of the program is one of the sayings that, that forms a, a really great part of all our programs is together we can do what we cannot do alone. Um, you know, working in the addiction treatment industry, the power of group therapy or a group working together to a similar goal is immense. You know, when one member's up and the other one's down, they carry each other and it goes in the ebb and the flow. And it's just an amazing, amazing process. So we have a private group support forum where we'll be we've got videos we even have videos with doctors michael and mary dan eads where they unpack common dietary myths um, and help us get back on track we'll have some webinars with them as well uh, the meal plans are amazing obviously emily designed them 
Um, I won't partner with somebody who's not a degree qualified nutritionist. So thank goodness Emily isn't. She's absolutely brilliant at what she does. She's I don't don't give her a good <laughs> so great. And you know, I, I think what we need to make clear is that this is really a program for people who cannot stop eating sugar. Yeah. Um, I know a big part of your follower, a large number of your followers are very strictly keto, and this is not necessarily that. This is the first stage in coming off sugar or junk food um, it can be done as a family it can be done as an individual we want to make it super simple to live a, like an amazingly empowered life in every way it's not keto but you would say it's grain free as well as sugar free Oh my God, of course. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's low carb, it's sugar free, but we do, you know, include, um, it's not necessarily paleo, but M, what do you, how would you describe it? We do allow some fruit and some heavy veg as well. Yeah, so it's definitely on low carb principles. So we kind of, so and one of our ethos that Car and I try and do is we try and sort of make it as simple as possible as well. Um, so kind of our, our two major rules that we have is no refined sugar and no refined grains. So that obviously encompasses, you know, it's pretty much along the lines of low carb, high fat in that sense. So we also on the, the upside of that, we definitely start to really have the conversation with people to make sure that they, they aren't fear and fat. You know, it's not about um, just calories in, it goes calories out. It's about the quality of the food that they're having. Um, and because we're looking at this, quite a lot of the people we work with as well, it's very much a family approach. So we have really integrated it so that, you know, one person can, can be easily adapted so the whole family can get on board with this. So really what we're doing is we're wanting people to get back to the roots with this. It is about a complete lifestyle change. It's about getting rid of the refined sugars, the refined grains, and having real whole foods back in the diet as much as possible. So really encompasses everything. And I know this is a conversation that, that kind of goes on a lot. So while we aren't saying that it's necessarily, you know, keto, we're not saying that everybody has to be, you know, their carbs really low and, and moderate protein. We, we do emphasize it's real whole foods and really stripping back on the, the refined sugars, the refined grains, and then working a lot on the emotional, the psychological side with this. Because I think it comes back to a question you were saying, Jimmy, is, is this just because people just can't follow this? You know, yep. do they fall off? And it does come back to a lot of that. You know, we know that we've worked with people. And if it was just as easy as everyone saying well you just eat that and then you'll be fine you know we wouldn't be having the basic problems and the diabetes problems that we have today so we know that eating is much more than just saying eat this don't eat that there's so much more to it and we are taking a look at not only the nutrition reasons but the non-nutrition reasons as well as to why people struggle with giving up refined sugar and refined grains and I think, you know, just really building on the addictive nature of sugar. You know, we've been like stepping like softly around this topic for such a long time, not wanting to, you know, infuriate too many people. But sugar is addictive, you know, um, and we're treating this addiction the same as we would any other type of chemical or behavioral addiction. And that is with abstinence, because for an addict, one is too many and a thousand is never enough. You know, once I start eating sugar, I can't stop and it it starts this vicious addictive cycle of wanting more like becoming obsessed about it 
like craving, binging, you know, this absolute guilt and shame, which just keeps spiraling and spiraling out of control. So for me, the only way to stay in recovery from this addiction is not only to just cut sugar out of my life, but also to look at what the underlying feelings are. Why am I doing this to myself? What can I do to improve this? And then looking at things like self-love, self-acceptance, your emotional and psychological triggers and cravings, and then also obviously the practical nutrition side as well. Isn't it amazing that if you were an alcoholic, we wouldn't tell them to have just a little bit, or if you're a cocaine addict, oh, just have a little bit, it won't harm you. And yet with sugar, that's exactly what we do. Absolutely. And it's absolutely everywhere. I mean, you can't turn anywhere without a chocolate or a bag of crisps or something staring you straight at the face. Oh, you live in America now, so you know. (laughs) Jimmy, I cannot even tell you how shocked I am. I cannot believe what people think food is here. It's absolutely insane. Going to a drive-thru is is normal, everyday practice. Yes. I still... How did that happen? I know. I'm still shocked by it. I still tell people over here, I'm like, you, you don't understand. Like, you know, and I remember after a month of being there, because I was like, oh, these, you know, everything's, everything's big. You know, it's, it's really supersized. And I thought, but I, I got used to it. By the time I left there and came back to the UK, I was like, where's the rest of my meal that I paid for? You know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Just yeah, it's about quantity, after. not quality so much, I find. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, what, what else has been such a shock is the food in schools. Like what, 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 how can they even call that stuff food? Well, In fact, I had a huge fight with my, my, this, the school my kids go to, which is a private school. They really should know better. Yes. And I sent numerous emails. They started completely ignoring me and I actually said, you know, this menu that you give the kids should be called how to make your child obese, sick and addicted. And unattentive in class. <laughs> Exactly. And you know, as an ex-teacher, just what a horrific effect it has on kids, right? Yes, yes. Well, and part of the problem in the public school system, at least here in America, I don't know about the private school, is they have such a low budget for food. I want to say in the public schools, it's about $2 worth of food that they're allowed to you know, spend on these uh, students. So it's amazing. Oh. What can you what can you serve a kid for two bucks? I mean, I can, I can think of some, well, eggs would be my obvious choice. Eggs cooked in butter with some greens and maybe a little fruit or something. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> anyway, so Emily, let's talk about a book that you contributed to, but because this might be of interest to people. Uh, although I will say it's a textbook, but uh, don't let that scare you away. <laughs> it's called Ketogenic Diet and Metabolic Therapies where you cover the entire topic of ketogenic diets in the management of diabetes. Can you tell us a little about it? Yeah, so that's a textbook that's been put together by, I believe it was uh, Dominic D'Agostino that kind of commissioned it, um, along with lots of other researchers and MDs and dietitians. Um, So myself, it was um, Dr. Eric Westman came to me and asked, if I wanted to help him um, co-author it along with Dr. Will Yancey as well. Um, So we covered, actually, a lot of my master's work was contained within there. So that's quite exciting. Um, Yeah, so we we looked at, obviously, you know, the data over the years. The way that I came into low-carbon ketogenic was through that of obesity and particularly diabetes. 
um, you know, and it's, it's for me, it's, it's kind of an, a no brainer. And I always remember Eric saying to me, you know, why didn't you go down and, and do your PhD that route? And I always say, because I probably would have ended up needing anger management issues <laughs> or, or, or needing some kind of counseling in that because it just is an absolute no brainer. Yeah. But when you look at what diabetes is, what it's caused by, you know, it's a problem um, with insulin metabolism. It's a problem with glucose. Why are we then recommending diabetics to eat between, you know, 30, 40 grams of carbs every mealtime? Um, and then obviously restricting the fat. And that's where the issues come from. Yeah. It's really not that at all. And the same, obviously, with regards to obesity and weight loss as well. So, so yeah, so th- there's lots of other chapters in the book. And as you said, it is a much more of um, intended as a textbook. It is a ton of information, though, and covers lots of topics, including cancer and epilepsy and uh, Alzheimer's disease, etc. So it is really, really interesting if anyone wants a little bit more of a scientific in-depth look. So, Emily, are, are you seeing any changes happening on the horizon in our culture? Uh, you're there in Scotland, um, but do, do you sense that there's any change happening with this conventional wisdom paradigm? Any any inkling of a, of hope that people can grasp onto that change <laughs> is indeed happening, or are we stuck in this for a little while longer? I think I think it's definitely. I mean, definitely ketogenic has become much more popular now. You know, I've seen that. Mm, yeah, <laughs> massively so, and even here in the UK as well. Um, the conversation around it, though, as well, is it's just you know it's that whole. We're still having a debate on it, and um, people are running away saying it's all dangerous and that type of thing. So I think. The conversation is definitely happening. Whether or not the appropriate education around it has been right, I don't know. Or whether it's it's been properly understood. Um, but I, I think it maybe is having much more of a say, particularly looking at things like sugar. I think much more people are understanding that now. And I think it may not, you know, may not seem that great, but that is a huge, huge step. And I think that, you know, for in terms of we're looking at public health capacity with that, if we can even get that, particularly within like Karma was saying, starting within like our kids. I mean, childhood obesity rates are startling. It's, it's scary. And, um, you know, so even if we can start getting that trickling in now, then it's always going to set us up for the generations to come. Um, whether or not there's a tipping point with it all, I mean, definitely in the UK, there's a lot of waves being made. And, um, you know, Sam Felton's group, the Public Health Collaboration, yes. did a lot of really great work over here. And what's really exciting about it is a lot of health professionals coming on board. Um, so a lot of GPs, which are kind of your family medicine equivalent doctors, are really coming on board with it now. Um, so I think if we can have more conversations with health professionals, um, it's a little bit like an underground movement, I think, a little yeah. bit here because it's, it's, you know, it's potentially it is quite scary for a lot of these people to speak up because you're going against the government guidelines. You're going right. against, you know, your, your health professional council. So, um, yeah, so I, I think there definitely is. Whether or not we're kind of there, I still think there's a lot of work to be done. Well, and I think Nina Teicholz is doing her part in this country uh, with the nutrition coalition and trying to rally the troops that way and changing the guidelines, although I think that's a hopeless cause, trying to change government guidelines from the USDA, who has a vested interest in grains continuing on in the, in the food supply. So, unfortunately. Do you know what is amazing, though? Sorry to jump in. No, it's um, 
you know, that CrossFit, you know, the CrossFit gyms and mm-hmm. the, the CrossFit uh, Foundation and CrossFit Inc., they're really behind this way of life. They are pushing it to the extreme. I mean, their CEO, Greg Glassman, has taken Big Soda to Capitol Hill. Um, you know, he is launching class action lawsuits. He is doing so much to change perception. And um, at the CrossFit Games, which has, like, tens of thousands of people attending um, this year in August. Professor Noakes, Tim Noakes and Gary Fetke is coming over to talk about their struggles and what they've had to go through in order to tell people that low carb and nutritional intervention is key in fighting chronic disease. So, um, you know, seeing big big organizations like CrossFit, they've got 14,000 affiliate gyms in the States. Um, They've got over 2 million members like getting on this. In fact, probably being one of the first to do this um, is incredible as well. And it's well known in our culture now uh, here in America. Do you guys have CrossFit gyms in, in the UK? Emily? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. all over. It's, it's worldwide. Yeah, it's huge so here. That's yeah. Awesome. They even had a, they had a CrossFit gym when I was in Spain. I think nice. I sent it to you. No, yeah. they, they, um, South America is their biggest market, and China is um, one of the biggest expanding. That's mm. really neat. So, they are everywhere. So, Karen, you mentioned the man, the myth, the legend's name, and I have Aww. to bring up, what did you think about the vindication that uh, Professor Noakes got in South Africa with that judgment. I'm sure you were leaping for joy. Well, then they, they've appealed it. So I was jumping with joy. And then a week later, I was crying my eyes out. Well, you, um, did, you weren't surprised by that. You knew they'd appeal it. I didn't. I actually really? honestly thought they wouldn't, Jenny. Jenny. I think, you know, because we were, I was there for the duration, the three years, yes. and it was such a horrific time. Um, you know, Prof Noakes and his family really went through hell and back. And I really thought that after all that money they'd spent on, um, you know, legal fees, the HPCSA, and, and all, I mean, Nina Teichels came to testify, and Zoe Harcomb, and Karen Zinn, and it was incredible. Sitting through that trial was one of the best educational experiences of my life um, and I really thought they would step away and say you know what you know he's not guilty of misconduct on social media because that's essentially what the charge was right. and then for them to come back and the it is just devastating because now it means it could go to the high court it's just more time that that Prof Noakes is going to be tied up in a case where he could be doing so much other good you know I have a different take on it I think it's, it, it's one of those things that they're so deep into it Emily that I think they feel like they have to see this to like the nth degree because they've spent so much time and money on it if they let it go now he's bigger than ever yeah. I think that he's his lawyer, sorry, not his oh. lawyer, the HPCSA lawyer just wants to make a lot of money out of this. That's well, why he yeah, is Well, that, yeah, that too. <laughs> Emily? Yeah, and no, I was just going to say, I, I think it is, it's, it's come to that point where they want to make a point and they, they want, now they've started down this journey, they have to keep going with it. But uh, yeah, it's, it, I just mirror what Karen said. Like, I think it's, it's had its day now. Like, you know, Prof has done so much for this yeah. and it's just a line needs to be drawn under it now. I still think he's going to be bigger than ever before, which, again, when I, when I went to South Africa a few years back for that conference that you put together, I, ca- I will never forget that cab ride from the airport. And why are you in town? Why did you come from America for? And I was like, oh, have you heard of Professor Noakes? Oh, you mean uh, Jesus? So uh, he's here. Ah! Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
He's so special. He's so special. He really is. Um, yeah, I think, you know, there are a lot more people who are aware of the cause and there are a lot more certainly from the United States that are standing very firmly behind him. Yes. Um, obviously, the cost is a, um, a concern because it's going to go to the high court, which is, as you know, so expensive. Um, but let's see what happens. You know, we've got some things in... Um, some things that, that we're going to expose hopefully soon. Well, and I know the uh, the prof also is writing a book about this whole experience, uh, and he was scheduled to be on this show uh, right about this time uh, on my podcast, and and then I heard he had a book, and I'm like, well, let's wait till your book comes a little closer. So that's coming later this year, you guys, and I'll actually have uh, Professor Noakes on at the end of October if you want to hear directly from the man himself. But today we had two lovely ladies, Karen Thompson and Emily McGuire. Again, if you're interested in their brand new online program about going sugar-free that's the sugarfreerevolution.com slash challenge and uh, definitely go check it out and i think you will find the help that you're looking for because there's a lot of you that still deal with the sugar addiction and the struggle is real (laughs) Mm -hmm. well guys thanks for being here today on the living la vida low carb show Oh, thanks, so Joey. Much for me. You're the best. We absolutely adore you. And we can't wait for your projects coming out. It sounds incredible. Thank you, guys. Coming up next time on the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show, we'll have an LLVLC classic episode featuring Professor Tim Noakes. Get show notes for today's episode at theliveinlowcarbshow.com. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review at iTunes. Thanks for listening to the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show. We'll see you next time. Yeah.